0: Hey there, hi there, ho there, and we're back. We almost left. There's a fluorescent light flickering. We keep forgetting to film these intros. Or record film. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to my YouTube channel. Yeah. Subscribe. Why I quit Buzzfeed. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we did Spider-Man 3 this week for our rough cut reviews. Is that what we're Our new in? series, rough cut reviews. We have a new, a new little icon. Oh my a new little twitter header uh-huh. we're getting microphones next week <gasps> we are so professional like this one guy's getting high budget seriously even though it's just it's still not that high budget it's not that high budget but we have the best microphones that eight dollars can buy so <laughs> we're trying here we're trying our best well hope you like this this good old boy podcast and now on to the podcast loop okay
1: let's start this again because we already have a bit reel so spider-man 3 credits are so
0: long skip them put some damage on the disc and my dvd player kept saying skip me over damage mine parts. said the same exact thing it did it so many times and i, I was like restart stop. this movie
1: at least four times i restarted it two times but i had to wait for it to like skip ahead and then it would skip ahead and then i would have to go back but then it would be fine
0: I don't understand why it would be skipped, considering this is the first time I've used yeah, this DVD. Yeah, me too. So, if anyone wants to explain that to me, it may be just our DVD's. DVD can players. I get a refund from Amazon for having a DVD that skips on it? Because it did
1: it for I I re uh, I rewatched Amazing Spider-Man, and there, this little spider symbol came up that you could click on. So I was like, I'm gonna click on it, and it like completely destroyed my DVD. Oh no! I, I was like, what happened? <laughs> That's awful. Yeah so um yeah so the credits show flashbacks from the previous two movies so if you hadn't seen or it's been a while since you've seen the first two movies which why are you like you should be watching them with us we're I a team this is a team
0: effort i guess i understand and I I. guess i guess i understand why they did that because at the time when the movies were coming into theaters and then going into dvd a
1: lot of years had passed yeah this one came out in 2007 where the first one came out in 2002 and then the second one came out in 2004 so it's been like three years mm-hmm. since the second one so you might need a little recap yeah you probably need it but honestly like do i know so i just fast forwarded but um honestly you probably don't need to know anything about the second movie to watch this movie you just only need to know thing you really need to understand is that peter and mary daner together yeah and that's about it you probably need to watch the first one to get like um the green goblin 2.0's
0: efforts or whatever because if you don't know already there's three villains in this movie it was just a little too much i heard well i did a little research from imdb Mm -hmm. and apparently when they were this movie was in production they considered breaking it up into two parts Yeah. I don't think we needed two
1: parts. No, this isn't Harry Potter.
0: I mean, storytelling-wise, it probably would have helped because having three villains in one movie was intense.
1: And people still
0: would have watched it. Yeah. People still would have bought tickets, but... Well, -hmm. maybe, because the third movie is considered the most hated movie. Yeah. But when I...
1: I heard there was definitely a fourth movie in production. They were thinking about a fifth movie. But then they saw how the third movie flopped and they were like, okay, we're not doing this. But I have a conspiracy. So Sam Raimi, uh, Sam Raimi, is that Raimi, Raimi? I think it's Raimi. Raimi, okay. The director of the Spider-Man trilogy, I feel like he kind of knew that this movie was like, this trilogy was coming to an end. So he was like, let's just stick all the iconic villains in the third movie and call it a day. Even though he said like, Oh, we're thinking about a fourth movie and a fifth movie, and we're like, but you put three villains in a third movie, and you you expected everybody to just get what's going on,
0: because I didn't. I mean, even though it was a hot mess, it was still the top grossing movie of 2007. Honestly, like, it's an enjoyable movie. If
1: you just want to watch it just to, like, enjoy it, it's, like, not that bad. But if you're really trying to understand, like, plot points and stuff, it's a mess.
0: The first hour is okay, The second hour is when I'm ready to just stop. Emo Peter is kind of where I was like, what's going on? I just, I didn't like anything about it. But I think this movie pretty much picks up from where the second one left off a little bit later. Because I think Peter and Mary Jane have been together for a little while longer. But he's still in college. I think so, because him and Harry haven't been talking in a
1: long time. But honestly, I'm like a stickler for like,
0: I need to know time. I need to know what's going on something that they said in the movie I like wrote it down I said that word oh my god I've been on a personal mission to not say the word L-I-K-E and I can't stop but I wrote it down they said we'll get to this plot point in a minute they said it's been two years since Uncle Ben's death so it um, hasn't been that long well Spider-Man 2 came out a while well like it's based a while after the original Spider-Man if I'm correct cause he's I'm trying to I think, think the first Spider-Man is whatever year it is, 2002. And then the second one is 2 years later, and then the third movie just picks up okay, kind of immediately, not immediately after but honestly a bit
1: after. like Marvel and their timelines, is just so
0: confusing. Just zoom in on a calendar. Let a girl know. I know. Like give me some just zoom on a clock and I'll be fine. But basically everything in Peter's life is pretty good. New York loves Spider-Man. He's back in college and something he said Kind of struck me. He said, "Top of my class." Like we get it. How are you top of your class in college? He's, he's always late. Like I get it, but how how
1: is he able to like balance his love life, his Spider Man life, and his school life? I didn't know you could be top of your class in
0: college. Maybe Paul say didn't prepare me for that. Maybe just that that school, is just how it i mean, works. top in his program or top in the school, or
1: maybe he's just guess. He's just probably being cocky, and he's like, "I'm top of my class." Because every major
0: is different. If you're majoring yeah. in biology, it's going to be different than if you're majoring in English literature.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Also, I don't understand that comment. I said, <laughs> "Spider-Man movie starts off with Spider-Man doing spidey things off of buildings," cliche. And then there's the Spider-Man uh, narration. He's like, "If you, I'm your friendly neighborhood, you know what I am." Like, okay, you're getting a little too, a little too cocky there, Peter. That
0: arrogance was real in this it's, movie.
1: Every single movie he's like that. He's been like that in every single movie. This one especially. And it makes me wonder, like, what do I like about Peter
0: Parker? I'm gonna harp on Mary Jane. Okay. Okay. So they're at. Peter comes to Mary Jane's play. She actually has a billing role this time so her name is on the little mm-hmm. marquee but um she's singing this song she looks super pale in that scene I so it's always that white dress but um she's singing and peter is mouthing the words which i thought was weird i get you've seen this play a lot of times but no one does that yeah. um but something i just i just can't he goes backstage talks to mary jane oh my goodness you were great woo yay and they pan over to these flowers and peter brings her like two roses and harry has this giant bouquet and i said so much overcompensating because there's a shot where they pan up to harry in the balcony but the problem i have with mary jane in this movie is she wants so much attention 24 7 always and forever and there were times when i understood it but there were times when i said dial it back that's how i feel I feel like I'm not on either Mary Jane's or
1: Peter's side. I'm just, like, kind of switching all over the place. Because I even wrote this down, like, at, at the musical. Like, Mary Jane is so insecure. She's like, the the clapping wasn't that loud. And Peter's like, you were great. But then he started talking about, like, Spider-Man stuff. I'm like, Peter, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> okay. I have something similar in Yeah. Here. So... She says, "Was I good?" Because same thing, mm-hmm. and he says, "You were great." You were. She said, "You said great," and then two minutes later, she said, "Tell me again." I'm Ugh, like, chill, egomania. And yeah, and then when they were on that spider web looking at the sky,
1: she said, "Tell me you love me."
0: Yes. I hate it when like movies and TV shows do that. It's so weird. It's gross. Yeah. It's. I, like, there's nothing wrong with complimenting someone, but when you get where you're absorbed about it and you're fishing for it, it's weird. hmm So, um, I'm gonna go to the college scene. I know
1: this was before the musical, but, um, do people in college really throw spitballs?
0: There's, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, that was so weird. Like, people are actually bullying. I get there's probably, like, bullying going on in college, but, like, not, like, high school bullying.
0: In my personal experience, college, everyone's kind of in it for themselves, no one's really worried about anybody else nobody no one cares
1: yeah nobody's like rude to anybody unless like needed to which there's probably not a need to and then i said
0: wait Gwen stacy is in this movie (laughs) this okay so Gwen stacy in case you don't already know is played by bryce dallas howard i love her she looks so different in this Mm -hmm. movie it took me a minute to recognize who that was i said who is that? Well, I saw it in the credits. I saw it was Bryce Dallas Howard. I'm like, wait,
1: what? Like, I don't remember her. And, um yeah, and then we saw it, and I was like, wait, is that Bryce Dallas Howard? <laughs> Blonde is not her color. No. It's not... Like, you know what's weird? Emma Stone, I think... Is Emma Stone a natural redhead? I'm not sure. Well, she seems like a natural redhead. So, Bryce Dallas Howard, I'm pretty sure, is a natural redhead. She is. And then, Emma Stone is... I'm guessing a natural redhead. And they both turn blonde for the same role. And then, uh,
0: is it Kirsten or Kristen? Kirsten. Kirsten Dunst. She's a natural blonde and went red. <laughs> this is so strange. So, yeah, it, I think it's just because Emma Stone, she, she suits the blonde hair. It works. Mm-hmm. But Bryce Alice Howard, I don't know if Olaplex just wasn't as good a long time ago. But her hair looked so fried the whole movie. Mm-hmm. That's all I could focus on but yeah. she was in there. And I love her. I think she's great and she's super pretty, but that color doesn't suit The her. blonde just, like, washed her face out. It made her out. super yeah, just
1: one-toned. Yeah. But, um... So, what I'm confused about is when Harry was... Com- no, Peter was confronting Harry after the musical. He's like, Harry, like, you came or whatever. And then... Like, why can't Peter just tell Harry the truth? That's what I'm saying. He already knows he's Spider-Man, so why can't... I get that he's trying to, like, protect his, like... um, I don't remember his name. Harry's father's reputation or whatever. Like, make him seem like he loved his son or whatever and didn't want him to know he was Green
0: Goblin. But, like, just tell him. I think part of it is also Harry doesn't want to hear it. He has his beliefs yeah. set in stone, and he's, I know you did this. I don't want to hear any excuses. But why can't he tell MJ either? Why didn't the butler say anything earlier is all I want to know. I don't know. Bernard, Cause, Bernard, Because he obviously knew is. something was... He knew. And I'm, you let Harry go around thinking this, that, and the other. Also, where has this butler been the entire trilogy? That's what I want to know. Because him and Harry have such a tight relationship. And this is the first time we're seeing him.
1: Yeah. And he's acting like Alfred to Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Like, he's his father figure. So where's where was that before? He's now such an important figure. And I'm like, where did this come from? They're putting all these iconic characters in here, but they're building no story with them. Mm-hmm.
0: It's huh. just how many people can we squeeze into this last movie? Yeah. <laughs> but um, something... Oh, we see Aunt May's new condo. Honestly, Aunt May is living. Aunt May has her lush bath bombs. Mm-hmm. She has her lip exfoliant. Aunt May is living uh, a self-care I dream. Know, I don't know why i knows. Her hair is just so nice. It's very, it's white, but it's
1: silky. Yeah. It's very nice. Aunt May, you're doing good, Aunt May. She's using heat protectant. I mm-hmm. see
0: her. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Peter goes over there to say that he wants to propose to Mary Jane, and what it, I thought was weird, he walks past this window display, and there's a, a engagement ring, wedding mm-hmm. ring, whatever, and The little shop owner puts out layaway available so that – because obviously he's in college. He doesn't have money for a super nice ring. I wonder if he's, like, a junior or – I need to know this. I don't know. Is he, like, super young? Is he still, like, 19, 20? I think – This is just an assumption. I think he might be a junior because he's starting to take classes that actually are within his degree. Okay. Because your freshman, I think some of them are science. Yeah. (laughs) Like freshman and sophomore year, usually you're taking classes like English, math, Mm -hmm. genetics, but he seems to be doing a lot of lab-based stuff. Okay. That's just an assumption. I could be wrong. Aunt May starts talking about Uncle Ben how hot he was back in the day. Takes off her wedding ring and says, Here, propose to Marjane with my ring. I did say, however, why do
1: we need to know this whole proposal story with Aunt May and Uncle Ben? It was just filler. I didn't really understand. I was like, okay, we get it. Like, you two were in love. Like, he's gone. Can we just skip all
0: this? But the thing, this is what kills me is when people talk about something, but they don't show it. Yeah, like, do a flashback or something. Or, they didn't even zoom in on the ring to show what it really looked like. Yeah, one thing, one rule in
1: filmmaking is show, don't tell. You show what's happening. You don't tell. You don't tell a story. Like, you're obviously telling a story, but you need to show the story.
0: Even if they didn't do the flashback, I would have at least liked to see the wedding room, see what it looked yeah. like. You don't even see it until a few scenes mm-hmm. later. But... She takes the ring off, and she talks about it, and then he gave me the ring, and it was I thought it was the sun. That's what she said. Yes. And I said, can I see the ring? Yes. Yeah, please." Seriously. They did the same thing in the movie Adrift, and I saw that recently. She gets proposed to, and it's, the, it's a big deal because the guy carved her the ring out of wood and made it himself wow. and all this stuff. And they make a big deal about how beautiful it is, but they don't even show it.
1: Hmm. You know, knowing Mary Jane and how insecure she is and how, mu- how much she wants it to be here by herself, she'll probably look at that small ring and be like,
0: oh, it's petite. It probably so, won't fit my finger, Peter. <laughs> that's what Honestly, that's how I imagine Mary Jane would be. She's so... I'm just... I know she had a rough home life and her dad treated her like trash, but pull it together. I understand some of MJ's worries about Peter in this movie, though. I will say I that. I do. Because he... Isn't considerate to her feelings at all. I'm not saying that you have to be her ego boost 24-7 because personally, if you're in a relationship and you're only in it because you need someone to feed your confidence and you need validation.
1: I feel like that's what she's in this relationship for because she had no interest in Peter before he was Spider-Man and he really started like saving her and paying attention to her. And so she's like, wow, somebody's actually saving me. She fell in love with
0: Spider-Man before Peter.
1: Oh, yeah, that's
0: true. And someone made a point about this on Reddit. I don't remember the user's name, but they said the difference between um, MJ and Gwen is that MJ fell fell in love with Spider-Man, whereas Gwen was in love with Peter. Mm -hmm. But I don't even know that Gwen was in love with Peter. I think she might have liked him, thought he was cute, but it really just seemed... Are we talking about Gwen from Amazing Spider-Man or... Oh, current. Oh, okay. It really just seemed like she needed his help yeah. in science, but when he asked her out, like she wasn't opposed to going out with him. She, she fell in love with, with emo Peter. Yeah, I, just, I wrote down James Franco's smile is the sign. <laughs> <laughs> he just has a really good smile. He does.
1: It's um, really nice. Uh, we get our first glance at Sandman, even though he's not Sandman quite yet.
0: He's played by... Oh, my God. What is his name? I wrote it down. It's Thomas... Hold on. Thomas Hayden Church. That's what his name is. Thomas Hayden Church. And I recognized him. Mm -hmm. I, I said, he's been in something before, and I can't remember, so... Like a good citizen, I IMDb'd him, and it said he was in Easy A. He played Mr. Griffin. Oh, okay. Which I that the only reason I recognize him is because I recently watched Easy A again, <laughs> and I said, "Where is that man from?" I love watching movies and like instantly
1: recognize them, but I'm like, "Where, where are they from?" And then I look on their IMDb. I'm like, "Oh, like, that's know, so man. satisfying."
0: Because sometimes it's my mind makes it up and i think i know somebody and i look on their imdb and I'm, i haven't seen any of those things mm-hmm. they've, they've been in and I'm like oh, okay i just made that up so um yeah i actually can't remember his real name is it marcus something with- um i think he went by two different names but it's flint marco flint marco yeah and then his daughter's name,
1: I think, is Betty. Penny. Penny. I heard this point it was like Betty at <laughs> first because I couldn't hear him and I kept saying Betty. And I was like, is it Betty or Penny? Well, when he
0: breaks out of jail, plot twist, he breaks out of jail. Yeah. And he's running down the street. He goes to his old apartment building, I guess. Breaks Bad into his, Yeah. Breaks into his child's window and he has all these letters that I'm assuming he was writing to her, but the mom... Doesn't want him around because so he's she a criminal. return to sender kind of thing, and they show a pan of the letter and it says Penny Marco. That's the only reason I know. Yeah, but he puts them under her pillow, and Penny is sickly. I, I'm just gonna assume she has CF. Le- I thought it was like leukemia. I thought it was cystic fibrosis because she had the oxygen. Tube. Yeah, I'm not sure though because he said my kid's sick. I just assumed it was CF. Yeah, right? but um, yeah, it
1: seems like his main motivation. Is to get money to make his child uh, feel better for her treatment, so she's not sick. Sorry, my stomach's about to grow. But um, yeah, that's all we see of the future
0: Sandman for now. Well, he has a little brief discussion with his wife. She says, "Get out," because she, he. What we know at the time is that he was a. She said, "You're nothing but a common thief." And you killed a guy. Or, well, she said supposedly killed a guy. Mm-hmm. So. And he said, well, I'm not a bad person. Just, I got caught up in something that. See, bad.
1: at first, I knew, like, when I looked at the envelope and saw his name, I was like, oh, that's Sandman. But I couldn't remember, like, if Sandman was, like, one of those villains that, like, he's just doing, it. like, he's a good guy, but he has, like, really bad intentions. So I was expecting him to kind of, like, side with Peter in some ways. But he, like, never did in the movie.
0: I think it's because Peter was getting in the way of him helping his kid. Yeah. So I was kind of disappointed with that because he just didn't seem... He wasn't a very good villain. They didn't give him enough time to build the story. I mean, they didn't give any time for any of the the villains, really. Because we never even find out what happens to Penny. (laughs) They never return to her. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was weird. Yeah. I didn't
1: know if he would, like... I keep saying, like, now. Wow. I I didn't know if he would um, turn himself in, but he seems like he never did.
0: He runs from the cops out of this apartment and into this field. He falls into this vat of sand, which apparently was actually, I think, corn kernels. I don't know, but it said it was the particle accelerator. So
1: that's like a big thing in the DC universe. That's like what made the Flash the Flash all this other stuff and all these villains but yeah something about scientists he
0: fell in something it creates this whirlpool type effect and then they say something about demolecular demolecularization yeah that's basically what happens in the dc universe i'm I'm gonna give y'all a lesson right
1: now so basically barry allen he got hit by lightning when the particle accelerator I can't say that word accelerator went off so it kind of like combined with his molecules whatever made him really fast does the same with like um some weather guy in DC so it's like doing the same thing with him it's combining it's making him sand he becomes a sandman sandman I wish they called him I like sandman because usually when it ends with a superhero or a villain it ends with man or woman they're more iconic but, like, Sandstorm would have been a good villain name. Sandy Cheeks. Sandy Cheeks.
0: <laughs> Anyways, that's your DC um, run of the day.
1: <laughs> Even though this is Marvel.
0: Um, I already trash-talked Mary Jane, but I wrote it again. So Mary Jane, after her performance, which I thought showed improvement, because mm-hmm. the second movie, when we see her acting, she gets distracted by the littlest things. She gets fired from her job after the newspapers give her a bad review. Obviously, insecurity just plows on in. So she goes to talk to Peter to tell him, but he won't let her talk. He keeps talking about Spider-Man. She's down, Mm -hmm. and she's trying to explain, hey, this happened to me. Is this at the dinner where he's going to propose? That, but also in the apartment building. Okay. She's trying to talk to him, and then he says something about oh, well they're always on me about being spidey in my uh. stomach i'm so sorry they're always on me about being spidey da, 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 da. and she says this isn't about you this is about me and oh. that was one time where i said you know yeah it isn't about him because i think what he was trying to do was empathize because sometimes when someone's going through something hard you try to relate to them you try to not to debbie down them or mm-hmm. to oh well i have it harder it's more just like I understand what you're feeling. I've been through something similar, but it comes across as me, me, me. Forget about out, you. It me, comes me. across as
1: arrogant, especially when he's Spider Man and he's the hero of the city, and she's just this Broadway star who got
0: fired because all these critics say she's just awful. So she never even gets to tell him that he, she got fired from this job. Mm-hmm. That means like everything to her. Um, before he goes and takes off to save the day, yeah. So I said, "Is Peter's bike
1: supposed to be a joke?" That, that's what happened. <laughs> Is that rickety piece of trash. Yeah. But um, I think this was uh, the fight with the green, go- the new Green Goblin with Harry. So Harry like pushes Peter through this building of glass, and Peter falls through, and he has no scratches on his face. Not a one. Not one like peter is not
0: invincible well the blade thing that comes out of goblin 2.0's arm Mm -hmm. slices the shirt and in one clip you can see blood but in the next one he's running on a rooftop nothing Mm -hmm. the shirt's ripped but that's it yeah and and there was an obvious green screen it was so bad the fight sequence kind of made me dizzy When they were all together... I don't know. I think it was because they were so close together and things were happening really fast. I felt like I couldn't keep up. Mm -hmm. But I did enjoy the little web pivot around the building thing. Yeah. That was kind of cool. So this fight
1: between Green Goblin 2.0 and Spider-Man results in Harry... So almost dying. Almost dying. I I thought he was going to die. I hadn't seen... I've never seen this movie, so I thought he was going to die. And I said, he almost got out of this faster than Claw from Black Panther. Claw was the one uh, playing by Andy Serkis. I do remember. And he was... <laughs> he, like, died 20, 30, 30 minutes of the movie. And I was like, oh, okay. I thought Harry was going to die. I was like, oh, that's all we're going
0: to see of him? It would have been weird if he died right there. Yeah. But... No, Peter gets him to the hospital in time. He gets shocked. Push one of Epi, one of and then <laughs> Dr. Shepard I mean, apparently has amnesia. How convenient. Yeah, so he can't remember
1: anything. He remembers that his dad is dead, but he needs to be reassured.
0: He does, Pretty much anything after that, he just doesn't remember. So basically the whole, I'm out to get Spider-Man slash Peter, because he knows now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't remember any of that. He doesn't remember how his dad died either. Yeah. So he just doesn't know that Spider... He's just not
1: out to get Spider-Man. So everything's good right now between Mm -hmm. him and here. He's got his best friend back.
0: You know. Well, I thought it was awkward when... This happens a little bit later, but him, Harry, and Peter, when they go back to the... I almost said the Oscorp house, whatever. The Oscorp. They go back to the house, and he says, Do I have any girlfriends and, he's and
1: Peter's like, like, I don't know. <laughs> Peter's like, I don't know. He's like, I do not know. And then he asks Ber- Bernard Bernard. Okay, or- so
0: his name is spelled like Bernard, but I promise they pronounced it Bernard.
1: Well, I guess it's Bernard then. And then Bernard's like, not that I know of.
0: Not that I know of, sir. Like, where did Bernard, where was Bernard before? I know. They have such a tight-knit relationship, but I don't remember seeing yeah. him. Um, so, I think after this, this is oh sandman
1: was right before this so this is when flint becomes sandman Mm -hmm. so i think honestly i thought that was a really beautiful scene that was probably the best scene I, i thought it looked really cool how he transformed into sandman it took six months for them to edit that what that is crazy but the rocks and stuff it was sand but it looked like rocks that was, like, some ASMR stuff. It was
0: really peaceful. Yeah. I felt calm and at ease. But um,
1: before, when he ran into the machine or whatever, where the sand was, and he was, like, disappearing, I was like, man, this is, like, if where where Spider-Man was like, Mr. Stark, I don't I feel so, so good. good. <laughs> I haven't even seen it. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of.
0: I was like, oh, I don't feel so good. But when he becomes the Sandman... And he's not himself, not where he looks like a human, Mm -hmm. but where he's still, like, a sand creature. (laughs) sand creature. Um, He kind of looked like the thinker a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, But I liked it. It looked like modern art. I really liked that scene. I was like, that's a good scene. It was just really pretty. Um, I wrote down... Oh, I guess this is important to talk about. The... um, Oh, my goodness. Why am I blinking? Oh, the Gwen (laughs) Stacy skyscraper meltdown why does every love and why is
1: all of peter's love interest turn into the the person
0: that he needs to save damsel in distress (laughs) 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 damsel in distress syndrome yeah um but okay so she's doing this weird Copy machine, Playboy esque photo shoot, I don't know. which I did not understand. She's leaning over a thing, and he's like, the photographer slash director says, "Yeah, like the photo machine, the copier <laughs> is your secret." I said, "Ew, <laughs> what?" I was like, "What kind of porn hub thing are they doing <laughs> I don't understand, but um. This steel beam comes and wrecks the floor, and then another one comes and does the underneath. And nobody dies. Oh, Bryce Dallas Howard did her own stunts wow. for this. And apparently, she didn't know at the time she was pregnant. Ooh, awfully what a queen. You do it, girl. So,
1: um, I don't think I wrote anything until... I don't know why. <laughs> My notes are all mixed up. I'm sorry. But Topher Grace. Okay, I have that next. Who, <laughs> who played Eric from That 70s uh, Show. 70. So what's his actual name? It starts with an E, doesn't it? Like Eric Foreman? No, like not That 70s Show. Edward what, something? Ed, uh, it's Aaron,
0: Edward. Go. I wrote it down. Edward Brock Jr.
1: Okay. So he's Venom, which is kind of an I- iconic villain or anti-hero mm-hmm. in the Spider-Man universe. So, basically, the rundown with Venom is... He's not Venom quite yet. But, um... So, what happens is this alien thing comes down and tries to morph with Spider-Man. And it gives him his black suit. And it makes uh, Peter feel all good. And he's like, man, I love this. I
0: do like the black suit better aesthetically.
1: I think it's really cool. But, you know, Peter's, like, getting more arrogant than usual. Emo Peter is disgusting. It's so weird, and it's just like... And then he's, like, dancing everywhere. I said, why is he an actual neckbeard? <laughs> <laughs> that, at that point, I
0: said, honestly, what was going on?
1: I had I no idea what was going I on. I
0: made an... Okay, I said, he looks like a nice guy. As in, neckbeard, fedora-wearing, why do girls oh. always lead me on guy. Yeah, and there's this part in the film where
1: he's at the apartment and of course his guy the guy there's like where's your rent and he's like i don't i'm not gonna give you a rent until you fix this damn door <laughs> and then he was like okay and
0: i said you don't talk to ursula's father though <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah so her name is ursula yeah i didn't okay. know that until this movie okay so she's she's here again she was the one that made the chocolate cake from uh, spider-man too. she's an angel yeah so they were both shocked and the her father was even like he's a sweet boy something must be going on with him
0: it okay things about this apartment building one i just noticed this movie there's only one phone yeah they share a phone it's it's like how they share a bathroom it's it's so weird weird. what kind of apartment is this she'll come up ursula will come knock on the door hey pete hey you have phone call Hey, it's from Mary Jane. It's from it's from your girl Mary. I kind of I I really like her though. Like she's not
1: trying to be his love interest. She's really rooting for her for him and Mary Jane.
0: It's hard to tell if she's like fifteen or twenty. I don't know. I think it's the pigtails. She, throw it off. She's always cooking though. Mm-hmm. When we I'm see not her. Mad at her, the scene where Peter's on the phone with Doctor Connors and they're talking about the alien, Sticky yeah. Bob. And he's kind of ignoring him, but he's talking to Ursula crazy. Hey, give me some milk. Make some cookies. I think I talked to her like that. I think my DVD skipped that part. Oh, well. I said, you don't talk to her like that. Wait, so Peter said that to her? What? Yeah, she has this. Okay, he's on the phone, and she has this plate of cookies or some kind of baked good, and he's eating them while he's on the phone. And she's kind of giggling or whatever. And he says, give me some milk.
1: Yeah, In I she does
0: As a girl, I would
1: Bob yeah, have bobbed him. Yeah, I think play. my DVD like skip that part. I'm so sad. I want. I'm gonna go back and watch that. He was so disgusting and greasy. Those bangs, get some dry shampoo. Yeah. So there's this. Um, I think this was. I can't tell if this was before or after the whole Venom thing. Like black suit, or whatever. But they're they're holding like this parade after he saved Queen Stacy. And he and I said, Peter Benjamin Parker, how dare
0: you how dare you kiss Gwen Stacy? That made me livid. I was like, What are you doing? Oh, and before that, okay, so they're at the parade, he says to Mary Jane, I'm gonna swing in from over there so you can see me. Mm-hmm. And that directly conflicts with something earlier that Mary Jane said. She said, I could be happy singing forever and with you in the front row or something like that. And now, everything she wanted, like, she kind of wanted to be the star of the show and have Peter uh, now riding Peter along. Is. But in actuality, it's the opposite. Who knows, honestly. And then Harry comes in and saves the day just to, like, make Mary Jane feel better. Because he honestly has no idea what's going on. But he Peter swings in and does the upside-down things like, kiss me, they'll love it. Da, da, da. And the little one says, no, Spider-Man, don't. I said, yes. yes.
1: I I didn't know what... Peter had in mind. I I know it was the Venom thing. But why? He loves Mary Jane. So why would he do that? He didn't even have the Venom suit yet. He Oh
0: yeah. He didn't even have an excuse for that. I just don't know what his deal was. It was just thoughtless, and I think he just wanted to play up that whole heroism thing, but that was a special moment between you and Mary Jane, and for you to just Go up and use it as a publicity stunt with Gwen is kind of trashy. I remember at the restaurant, she said, that was our thing. That was our
1: kiss. And he had... He didn't even apologize or anything. He had no. He, he didn't even think it was wrong. He's, she's just a girl from my class. And it makes it even worse because he knew her, mm-hmm. you know? And he never mentioned her to Mary Jane. Like, obviously, you don't need to mention every single person you know.
0: Every, like, girl he interacts with, he doesn't have to report back to Mary Jane. Yeah. But the fact that he kissed her and he knew her is... Yeah, and they were lab partners. Weird. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Oh, the French restaurant guy is this guy from before. He's the theater guy oh, yeah. and the announcer guy. See, that's really weird. Oh well, he's, he's just, just got a lot of jobs. He's just losing all these jobs. My little French heart was just beating. He mm-hmm. said and I said he just said "good luck."
1: I know what that means. My f- one of my favorite scenes in this movie was uh Jane Jonah Jameson, who is played by Jackie Simmons. He is in his office, and then the secretary, who's played by Elizabeth Banks, she keeps calling him, and then it shakes every single – or she's literally buzzing in, and it shakes every single time. She's like, can you take your um, blood pressure pills? She's like, not that one. Not that one.
0: Not that one. <laughs> he has this huge collection of, like – Every medicine you can imagine, yeah, that was so good. I and love it. I don't know why the desk shakes because that was that's a <laughs> new addition, but it'd be like <laughs> and then shake. And she said, Your wife's on the phone, she said, Take your medication. And he said, You tell her something about I Thanks. need to find I need to see this wife. I want to know his wife. She's at the wedding, was she? Because he whispers, Tell her to cancel together. Oh, um, okay, I don't remember what she looks like at all,
1: but um and then he's probably the my favorite character of the whole series because later in the the finale fight he he's looking for peter he's like peter peter and he needs his photographer and then he looks at this child where everybody else has these nice cameras he looks his child with a disposable camera he's like hey kid you want a job she's like why would i need a job i'm a kid <laughs> yeah and he's at he gives her a hundred bucks for camera with no film she's like films extra that's me Yeah, <laughs> that's me in another but, lifetime like he could ask anybody else with these nice cameras like do you my job
0: Men so she asked he asked a kid i think the people with the nice cameras were working for other papers yeah but still he could have like offered them a better deal because his photographer okay so we all know that peter was working for the bugle
1: mm-hmm.
0: i keep looking out the door i'm sorry the we all know that daily peter Bug- was working for the daily bugle as its photographer getting pics of spider-man J. Jonah Jameson is still obsessed with trying to make Spider-Man look like the bad guy. Even though he truly loves Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And Eddie, as he's oh, affectionately Eddie. called. Yeah. He says his full name, Edward Brock Jr., but I think I calls by him Eddie. Yeah, he goes by um, Eddie. Is sort of edging in on Peter's job, mm-hmm. trying to take it. There's only really one position left to fill that spot. Like, they both can't have it. And they're competing, and JJJ says, hey, if you can get a picture of my boy Peter with his hand at the cookie jar, (laughs) (laughs) you can have a job. And he gives him a job. mm -hmm. So my boy Eric Foreman goes off (laughs) snapping photos left and right, saying, Peter, it's all about lighting. You don't know anything. I took photography class, and I said, me too. (laughs) Three-quarter lighting. Wow. But, um, biggest waste of money. Uh, he gets this photo and supposedly it's, he's up to no good. But Peter notices, that's been doctored. You took the same photo and edited it.
1: Okay, I thought
0: Peter was just making, like, a joke
1: trying to make him look bad. But if you're, but I didn't realize that was, like, the actual deal.
0: hmm Okay. Because they find wow. they see the original print mm-hmm. and it looks the same and it's just, he changed the suit color and Mm -hmm. edited some stuff in and he says peter's such a boy scout but obviously because he doctored that photo and was going to get published front page they would have to run a correction and he gets fired and basically after you've been fired or something like that it's
1: pretty hard to find work yeah
0: and then after
1: that peter is still his girl Mm -hmm. peter and mj are no more and he peter is asking gwen out and so, Eddie basically thinks he ruined his life. <laughs> so, he's he goes to a church, and he prays for God to kill Spider, to kill Peter Parker.
0: He said... I remember he, I wrote down this line. Something Eddie's like, forgive me or whatever. And he said... Peter says, if you want forgiveness, get religion. And I didn't think he would actually go to a church. Oh, yeah. I thought that was just like a joke. Mm-hmm. But he, he went there. But... I mean, there were people in that
1: church walking in and out. So how did nobody hear him say, "God, just kill Peter
0: Parker"? Me, I, me, a non-Christian. I don't think that's how praying works. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't think that's how that works. But whenever you want, um. I skipped over something that I wanted to say earlier, and I'm so hurt. M- when Mary Jane gets fired, the two director men. Why are we stopping? And they they turn around. They're like, "Oh, sweetie." We oh. meant to call you. And Mary like. And she leaves. And the guy says, that was so poorly handled. I, said, I love that. That is me explaining any social interaction I've ever had. At
1: least they didn't say, well, that could have been handled better.
0: Because that was so poorly handled. <laughs> and then they returned to doing what they're doing. So basically, after Emo
1: Peter, I just, I don't remember anything that went on. I remember MJ got a job as a singer and a waitress well not really a waitress but she sings at like a restaurant and then Peter went in and started dancing with
0: Gwen that was the cringiest scene it was so strange all the pelvic thrusts and chair sliding made me want to take scissors and shove them in my retinas I think it was Toby McGuire it was just if anyone did that it would be cringy, yeah. But because it's Toby Tobias listen I love you I appreciate you but that was not your moment yeah like if Tom did it Maybe I would still be like why? (laughs) I I would still be why, but I was like, okay, I can deal with it. Tom, I think, has more of a playfulness that's naturally there because he does that. He did that umbrella carrying thing, and that was cool. Even (laughs) if Andrew did it. I'd be like, honestly, what are you gonna do? But that'd be so awkward. He plays the role really
1: well as Peter, being that awkward kid. But sometimes it's a little too awkward, and I just can't watch. I
0: was just, oh, it was so bad. But. Okay, com- just to comment. Him and Gwen are both dressed in all black. They both looked like trash in that scene. Whoever was in charge of clothing.
1: Did they have just a small budget for this movie? They had green screens I think they everywhere. spent it all on special effects. Honestly, it, they spent it all on the villains. But, yeah, I'm just gonna... I don't remember anything that happened, but I'm guessing some... Mary Jane just got kidnapped by Venom. Eddie's now Venom because he's just a hateful person. And now he wants to kill Spider-Man. The teeth really bothered me. Yeah. But what are you going to do? They were well done, but they were just... Yeah. And now, so Venom and Sandman are working together because they both hate Spider-Man. They're like, we can have our goals
0: accomplished. We can do it.
1: So there's this... I personally didn't really like this fight. I like the fight between Sandman and Peter at the, in the subway or whatever. I really like that scene. I personally didn't like this scene because it was just all over the place. But Harry finally, Harry remembers everything. He wanted to take some vengeance out on Peter. What the hell? Bernard. 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 Who like, I ship with Aunt May. Make okay. But, um... So Harry or Peter goes and asks Harry, MJ, "MJ's in trouble. Can you please help me?" And he's like, "You killed my father." So Peter finally says, "I didn't kill your father." He <laughs> And and Harry doesn't want to listen. And then Burner comes and says, "I dressed your father's wounds." Yeah, so so this is where I realized Berner knew all along. He was the green goblin. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What?" And he just didn't think that was important to say. He's like, no, nothing, nothing to say here. But, yeah, he tells the truth, so Harry's kind of like, oh, I guess I could just help Peter. You know, whatever. Even though I would be kind of mad that he just never told me before. He, I, I had w- all this time wasted. <laughs> I know. It's like, I have all this anger. All this hate in my heart for <laughs> and, no reason. It was, it was just from my father, who I hated al- already.
0: And, and then um, I wrote down... Oh, they sent everyone backward in this movie. So, they made all these characters kind of repeat things they'd done in the past. So, Mary and Harry start hanging out again. Mary and Harry. And they're dancing around the kitchen, making their little omelettes. Do the twist. And... (laughs) (laughs) Like, they kiss, and Mary's... Mary... Mary Jane's like, oh, my God, I'm with Peter. (laughs) (laughs) And
1: she freaks out. Yeah, and then she breaks up with Peter because Harry asked her to. Well he had her by that throat yeah that's true he said you wanted to live and then she's like there's just somebody else peter and harry goes
0: and tells peter it's me it's me they're having lunch and discussing the fact that peter just got dumped mm-hmm. and you know peter's obviously hurt because he's, he's he stalls her beautiful 1200 times during this movie mm-hmm. and i just wanted to know can you compliment her on anything else like you're cool you're so intellectual intellectual Just gonna be like oh you look beautiful Uh oh, you could say um you're really talented you're so dope fam but I'm he honestly, brings her flowers and she's like peter i can't freaking do this anymore i'm so alone i'm so lonely you are horrible <laughs> and then he starts crying and over here please no please he, he's got that ugly cry
1: face did <laughs> not s- cry like pretty he's got that kim kardashian ugly cry face. like i know
0: some people i'm ugly when i cry too yeah you, you should have put that mm. <laughs> but if <laughs> it's like a different level <laughs> because normally movies they do a soft cry mm-hmm. where it's a few tears please don't please don't but him it's like err.
1: He gets this double chin. He, like, gets his <laughs> <scooch back. laughs> It's honestly so ugly. He
0: turtles.
1: Yeah, but um, it turns out Sandman is the killer of Uncle
0: Ben. He killed mm. Uncle Ben. The guy that Peter was fighting initially, the guy who ran out with the money from the wrestling competition, was just an accomplice.
1: Yeah, but it didn't... I It didn't really make sense to me, the whole timing. Peter saw that... I don't know. The whole thing just didn't make sense to me. I was like, wait. So, he didn't want to kill him? I
0: feel like was that like, subplot was unnecessary. It was
1: unnecessary. Could you just let the first guy just...
0: Let's leave the first movie the first movie. We let don't Uncle need, Ben be dead.
1: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> let him rest in peace. <laughs> but apparently what happened was, is that Flint, what he was just nicely... Well, nicely with a gun to his head, he was like, "I need your car." And Uncle Ben was trying to tell him no, and then so the guy came running in and with the money, and I guess scared Flint, and he just shot Uncle Ben Mm -hmm.
0: because he was again stealing that money to help his daughter. Yeah. Um, So yeah, he's not a bad person, just caught up in a bad situation, basically, where you get really desperate because you're trying to help your child who is sick, and there's really nothing you can do yeah and peter forgives him Mm -hmm. and then the end of the movie harry rip harry does how the heck okay so they show half of his face he's blind in one eye Mm -hmm. and mangled i know him and peter had that little fight and peter pushed him in the brick wall but that was the other side of his face why was it i don't know like that Uh, i didn't understand that part I mean, I didn't really understand anything of this movie. It just, there's just too many things happening. Um, my
1: favorite quote in the entire movie was by Venom I like being bad. It
0: makes me happy. <laughs> that's so gross. That's like a toddler that's in timeout. Yeah. I love being bad. It me happy. It made me feel good. It made me feel good. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of um, strange. So I guess Venom is he dead? Yeah. Oh, because, okay, we have our girl, Mary. She's in that daggum cab saying, Peter, oh, my God, I forgive you. Oh, Mary, our relationship is not important right now, but I'm going to talk about it when I'm in this life-threatening situation.
1: Mary should just not be with Peter because she's getting in these life-threatening situations. Girl, she, her ramen noodle
0: self pants <laughs> had a trouble for the life of her, but the, the, <gasps> the screaming. Okay, y'all know the scream that, like, the whole time. They recycled that from the second movie. That ain't even. I know something sound They used the same wow. track. I said,
1: "Wow, wow, well, this she movie This movie is cheap. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look how many on Rotten Tomatoes what
0: this movie has. Spider Man, three. Okay. I thought I wrote eighty calories. What? <laughs> but it says eighty stories. This. The use of three villains was way too much. It was just too much for one movie. I would have loved to see a movie with just Sandman. Cause that Because he was the most good. interesting to me out of all yeah. of them. Um, it has 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, that's a little, it's not the worst. It had like
1: 92% or 93% for Spider-Man 2.
0: I've seen movies with the worst ones, though.
1: So. I have, too. But, you know, that's pretty bad for a Marvel movie.
0: Um, I put... Oh, if she's 80 stories up in this taxi cab hanging in these spider webs why doesn't she have a seatbelt on she <laughs> literally wrote why doesn't she have a seatbelt um, on mary jane just doesn't use her seatbelt because she's getting jostled around on the- i said at least if you have a seatbelt on when the car falls you're not going to get ejected mm-hmm. from the car like you might be okay but then she ends up falling out of the car purposely because mm-hmm. it's about to fall because this her. big dump truck thing is about to fall and kill her, and she grabs one of those big cement blocks and throws it at Venom's head, which that would have killed me instantly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, he lives some kind of way. Peter and Eric Foreman are still fighting. Mm -hmm. And what happens? Hold on. Oh, the creepy black stuff, the symbiotic whatever thing is – and it's not even on his body oh, anymore. Oh, he doesn't like
1: sound. So he's just like trying to create sound so he can get off of him. Mm-hmm.
0: And then he throws one of the Green Goblin bomb things. Yeah. I love how I don't know the name for anything. I don't either. But it explodes and freaking Eddie, an idiot in its true form, says, No, what are you doing? Honestly. And dives into it, dies. Yeah.
1: Which... I wish we would have seen Venom longer. I, I didn't... I wanted to see him longer, but I guess, you know, we need to have him on Peter, because in the comic
0: books, it's the symbiote or smi... I don't know, whatever. It's a, uh, basically, the way it's explained is it's a symbiote, symbiotic, whatever. It relies on a host. Yeah, dimension. so after being rejected by Peter, it's
1: accepted by... Eddie. I, get, I almost said Tom Hardy because he's playing Venom in the new movie. <laughs> I was like, Tom Hardy. Um, but, yeah, I guess. So, what would you rate this movie?
0: I would give it three out of ten hairspray cans. Yeah, I'll
1: give it hairspray can. <laughs> I'll give it, you know, I'll give it Four. Four out of ten disposable cameras.
0: (laughs) Actually, I'm changing my
1: rating. What? I'm gonna give it three and a half. Three and a half, okay. What's that half?
0: What made you change it? Three and and a half uh, shards of glass from when Eddie gets pushed into that picture frame. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Basically, you know, it wasn't bad, and there were things that, there were aspects that I enjoyed. Like I said, the first hour of the movie isn't bad, but they just tried to squeeze too much into one movie, and they, because they did that, they weren't really able to develop
1: a lot of these characters. Yeah, when all the villains came together,
0: that's kind of when I lost interest. And I said, okay, like, I would have loved to see more of Sandman. Venom, yeah. maybe, yeah, I guess. Harry, never understood his motive. I get it was this whole, seek vengeance for killing my father, but I just, your father didn't love you. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, he might have loved you, but you were a disappointment to him, mm-hmm. so I don't know where all this whole vengeance is coming from, because it's not like they had a tight bond. Yeah. Should we take a quiz? Maybe we can find a quiz. We're going to look for a quizy wizzy
1: So, we have a BuzzFeed quiz called, we know if you're more like Spider-Man or Peter Parker. From happy community contributor okay and And her or his or her I'm not judging their picture is of Tom Holland I thought that was Harry Styles (laughs) it was zoomed out and it looked like Harry Styles from Peter Parker in Homecoming it says are you ready to save the world so which of these describes you the most accurately helpful (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know how we were
0: doing it helpful, focused nerdy Confident, outgoing, introvert. Um, introvert. Same. (laughs) That's like, might shock a few people. We're we're getting Peter Parker. I'm just so, when I'm alone in a class and no one's talking to me, I'm not making an effort to talk to other people. Yeah. Which of these are you most afraid of? Large crowds, embarrassment, opinions, pain, weakness, failure. Uh, I think I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid, yeah. I was gonna say that, but I, rather
1: not be embarrassed (laughs) i constantly embarrass myself on the daily which of
0: these people would you prefer to have dinner with iron man captain america america (laughs) hulk not even the hulk just hulk just hulk black widow hawkeye or thor uh thor just saying well i have a personal connection with thor because i did make that hammer thing in high school (laughs) because <laughs> we had to create ads because i was in a mythology class we had to create ads but they had to be based on that and it was a presentation so i made that freaking hammer um i'm gonna say thor because he's my favorite he's always been my favorite
1: uh my favorite god of thunder so which of these are you most likely to do in your free time
0: read books yeah study mm. and meet with your you have your fam. Your fam. <laughs> I was gonna say something else. <laughs> Social media, gym, go shopping. Um, if I had the money to go shopping, I yeah, uh, definitely not gym. Listen, these days we've been pedaling six miles a day on that hashtag stationary bike. Wow, <laughs> with my hashtag podcast popping in the background. <laughs> but I think I would most likely would be read books. I would.
1: Yeah, I guess I'll read a book. I don't even have social media, so... I do, but I would rather... I don't want to spend all my time on social media. Which of these do you think is the best trait for a superhero
0: to have? Determination. Reliability. I'm just kidding. Reliability. <laughs> okay, I was like... <laughs> courage. Ooh. Ooh! responsibility. Strength. Justice. Um, I going to say
1: determination. I think that's a good... Good reliable,
0: reliability. But I'm a Oh, I already saw my <laughs> I'm picking reliability because you know you gotta know that they're gonna be there. Yeah, like, that they're gonna take care of but it. But I feel like I got Peter too. Yes. Back in. are we surprised? No. <laughs> Do you think we could be Spider-Man? It says, you got Peter Parker. You're, P- super, P- you're super smart It can be shy at times, but you never let that stop you from trying to do the right thing. Listen, well, this body and soul, corrupt, mm. injustice, creating anarchy <laughs> left and right. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. This is the end to our Spider-Man trilogy, but we will be s- starting with... The Amazing Spider-Man. We are doing both Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 in one podcast because we don't got time to do
0: two separate ones. Listen, I'm ready for a non-Spider-Man related movie.
1: Yeah, after Homecoming, I think we're gonna find, well, we
0: are gonna find something else. I think we have one planned. Oh, do we? <laughs> well, we have one that I want to do. Okay. 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 Hint, <laughs> you hook. <laughs> enjoyed the podcast Um, be sure to check out our blog courage and doll
1: podcast at wordpress.com yeah follow us on twitter courage and doll and make sure to subscribe leave us a review and all that good stuff leave us an applause on anchor just tap your little phone where those little hands are go bye see you
0: guys
1: next time